Thank you for joining us here at Celebration Church, where we celebrate God, celebrate people, and celebrate life. We hope you enjoy today's message. I just want to welcome all our podcasters. We want to say you're part of our family today. We have many people every week who listen to our podcast and who can't be here with us. So we love you and we welcome you in Jesus' name. If you have your Bibles, why don't you turn to 1 Peter chapter 1, 1 Peter chapter 1. Verse 3. 1 Peter 1, verse 3. Yeah. yeah, when you got it, you can say you've got it. 1 Peter 1, 3. It says this It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to his great mercy, he has called us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. We're born again to a living hope to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Today, we celebrate the fact that Jesus rose from the dead. Something that doesn't make sense naturally, doesn't make sense physically, but spiritually, God did a miracle and through that, physically something happened and resurrection power filled the grave and Jesus went from being crucified to being raised again. It's a day to celebrate, and today's message is actually around the thought that today is a day of laughter. The fact that God laughs today. Angels laugh today. Christians should be laughing in joy today. If you're here and you don't know Christ, today you can enjoy the fact that God is laughing with you if you choose Jesus because today is actually a day of victory. Yeah. Have you ever thought about how weird laughter is? Like, when you laugh, you turn to it, you know, you, you, you bear your teeth and make a noise. Why don't you turn to your neighbor and give them a, bit of a little bit of a chuckle, a little bit of a laugh? If you think about it, every other species on the planet, when they want to be aggressive, bear their teeth. But humans, when they want to laugh, bear their teeth. It's very, very strange. If aliens came to Earth and they saw dogs bearing their teeth at each other and then watched humans bear their teeth, they wouldn't really understand because when we laugh, we show our teeth normally and we make a very weird noise. I love the fact that the Bible talks about, in Zephaniah, that God laughs or rejoices over us. You see, laughter is God's idea, and today we have reason to celebrate the fact that Christ rose from the dead, defeating death, defeating sin, defeating the devil, defeating everything that's in darkness. Through the power of the resurrection, we can celebrate the fact that He has risen. You see, church, we're called to live in resurrection power. Can I hear an amen? The resurrection wasn't just for Jesus in the grave. The Bible talks about how we have the same resurrection power living in us. That's something to celebrate. That's something to laugh about in our spirit. It says in Romans chapter 8, verse 11, I'll be up on the screen for you, but Romans 8, verse 11, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, 
He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through the Spirit who dwells in you. Hey, the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in me. Woo. There's something really, really interesting and powerful about that. You think about that. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside Benaiah Halliday, lives inside Alan Sterling, lives inside Charlotte Halliday. It lives in us. So we can't walk around like spiritual zombies being half dead and half alive. Instead, we should be walking around full of life. You see, as Christians, if you're a Christian here, understand something, that when you are full of the Holy Spirit, you are full of life. You should be full of life. It makes no sense to me when we walk around with our heads down because we've forgotten the victory. The fact is we are full of the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead. We're not slaves to sin, but we are victorious in Christ. We're not slaves to addiction, but we are victorious in Christ. We're not slaves to depression, but we are victorious in Christ. We're not slaves to the world, but we are victorious in Christ. You see, there's something powerful about the fact that the Bible speaks about us soaring as eagles above the noise. We can't allow our hearts to be like turkeys gobbling, walking around when God has called us to soar like eagles. This morning, I want to ask you the question, are you being a turkey this morning or are you being an eagle? Are you being a chicken that's eating other chickens' feces off the ground or are you being an eagle that's hunting from a high position? And I'm not being crude, by the way. That's what chickens do sometimes. They get involved with each other's mess. They get involved with all the rubbish. And God says, I want you to soar like an eagle. I want you to rise up on wings as eagles. Let the Holy Spirit lift you this morning. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but there's some people here and you're currently living inside the cloud of life. And God says, I want you to soar above the clouds. And if you've been on an aeroplane before, you know that it can be raining and stormy on the ground, but as soon as you get to that altitude, all that clears away and that sun comes out. It's called soaring with God. What causes us to soaring with God? Well, resurrection power causes you to be raised with Christ. Can I hear an amen? It says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57, it says, But thanks be to God who gives us, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Today we celebrate victory. You know, I don't know if there's any footy fans here. Any footy fans in the house? I tell you what, when the Blues lost every year for 10 years or so, whatever it was, when we finally won, you couldn't shut me up. I mean, to be fair, half the Queensland team had to retire for us to win, but we still got a victory. And the thing is, though, is that we can be passionate about sport, or I know I am, but the fact is, is that spiritually... We should be even more passionate. I think we forget the power that dwells within us. Resurrection power. Do you know today you have victory? Do you know today you walk in victory? Do you know that when you walk in victory, the way you walk is very different? 
After a boxing match, the champion walks out very different to the loser of that boxing match. The victory, victor walks out with their arms raised, saying, come on, we are the champions, my friends. No time for losers, because we are the champions. And I actually want to speak it over you, and even if you've been a Christian for years or you're not a Christian yet, understand something. Christians forget their victory. The amount of times I see people and you catch up with them and they have forgotten the fact that they are victorious. They've forgotten the fact that they are set free. That nothing weighs them down. For his burden is easy. His yoke is light. That's what I believe God has for us this morning, to remember the victory in Christ. Any area of our life that is without hope is under the influence of a lie. Any area of our life that is without hope is under the influence of a lie. You see, hope means the joyful anticipation of good. If you're writing notes, I want you to write that down. Hope means the joyful anticipation of good. Someone needs to hear this this morning. If there's any area of your life that is without hope, what's happening is there is a lie that's come in because the reality is is that we have victory through Christ Jesus. So this morning, my heart and my, my desire is that we would be a church and be a people that walk in a hope, which is a joyful anticipation of good. Hey, are you joyfully anticipating good today? When you came to church, were you just turning up because just because, or were you turning up because you had a joyful anticipation that something good was going to break out? Challenging, but that's who we're called to be. Every area of our lives should be alive with the life and joy of God. I'm going to say it again. It should be up on the screen. Every area of our life should be alive with the life and the joy of God. You see, the church should be the most joyful place on the planet. And even if other churches aren't like this, my heart for Celebration Church is that we are genuinely joyful because we, we don't forget the fact that He is our joy. He is our life. Jesus is our hope. Jesus is our answer. The resurrection power of God is resurrection for every area and experience of life. You know, the enemy would do so much to try and crush you, crush your dreams, crush your call, crush your, 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 your focus. He will do whatever he can to try and get you caught up in the mess and the noise of life. But God calls us to have our eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, for the joy set before him endured the cross. I want to speak to your dead parts for a second. The dead parts of your life today, the bits that have fallen into deathly ways, the bits that you have let the dreams that you've let die, the, the motivation that was once there that isn't there anymore, the relationship that you've given up on because death has come in. I want to say this morning that God wants to resurrect your whole life. Don't let hurt and don't let bitterness and unforgiveness bring death to your soul. Let resurrection power rise up within you.
You know that this morning that God laughs over you? In Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17, it says, The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will exult over you with a loud singing. (laughs) Think about this with me. I'm pretty simple in my approach to kingdom stuff. I think there's power in simplicity. I can't even say the word. This morning, the Father sings over you. I wonder if he's doing a reggae. I wonder if he's doing some rap. I wonder if he's doing some opera. I don't know what he is doing over you right now, but I know it's joyful. Next time you're feeling discouraged, next time you're feeling unworthy, read this verse. God, you're singing over me with gladness. There's a reason why when you feel happy, you start to whistle or start to sing. My wife at home, when she's in a good mood, which is most of the time, if I'm behaving myself, she's in a good mood, she will whistle around the house. She's a pretty good whistler. Most of it is wolf whistling at me, but oh well, I'll take it. (laughs) Are Are there any whistlers in the house when you get happy, you whistle? Are there any hummers in the house this morning? You just hum around. Are there any full on singers around the house? You just let it out. <laughs> you said there's something joyful with song. God laughs over you this morning. Just let that just drop in your spirit. God laughs over you this morning. God sings over you this morning. God rejoices over you. And I love how it says he will quiet you, quiet you with his love when there's noise and when there's stress and when there's anxiousness and when the, the world is shouting and your situation is shouting, he quiets us with his love. I love the fact this morning we can celebrate that God's laughter scatters his enemies. You see, we have these challenges in life. We have things going on. God isn't intimidated by anything or anyone. No name is greater than the name of Jesus. No situation is greater than the name of Jesus. And so when things pop up, he scatters the enemy with his laughter. This morning in your life, I want to encourage you that he, his laughter scatters your enemies. His laughter scatters all the things that come to try and intimidate you. Resurrection power was a day to celebrate. The angel was sitting on top of the rock that was moved away from the tomb. It was relaxed sitting there because when God starts to move, he relaxes and sits on top of the situation. This morning, I want to encourage you that God is on your side, that he that is in me is greater than he that's in the world, that I can rely on him completely. Oh, I'm just speaking some truth this morning. I can sense that the devil hates this, and don't let your minds get in the way of this. This morning, God's victory is in his mouth, and his mouth is full of laughter. He laughs, and the enemy scatters. The third and final thing this morning is this, is that his laughter brings the breakthrough. God's laughter this morning brings the breakthrough. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 14, it says, And God raised the Lord and he was raised up by his power. And in this, I believe that God is talking about a victorious moment, raising up Jesus. You've got to understand that on the cross, the enemy was winning in his mind. They had spat on, they had crucified, they had embarrassed the Son of God, Jesus Christ. 
For three days they gloated. But on that third day, God had a different idea. A laughter would have been heard in the spiritual realm. A laughter from the throne room would have started being echoing out into the world as the Son of God was raised up from death. This morning, God wants you to know that His laughter brings the breakthrough. His laughter brings the breakthrough to your situation. Not not a mocking laughter, a love-filled laughter, a laughter that is based in the hope, a joyful anticipation of good, that all things God will work for the good for those who love Him. I want to give you one illustration before we, before we baptise people this morning. And um, I'm just going to try and... Why don't you turn to your neighbour and say, I am full of resurrection power. Awesome. The thing is about victory, the thing is about seeing breakthrough and victory is that when it comes to walking with God, we actually have to be completely overwhelmed with all of Him filling all of us. Now, what does the Bible say? It says, love the Lord your God with all of your what? Your heart your mind, your soul, and your strength. This is the greatest commandment you can ever follow. And then it says the second great commandment is to love your neighbour as yourself. The thing is about baptism this morning and living in victory and living in his resurrection power is that baptism represents being completely immersed in him. The word for baptise actually is baptizo, which means to submerge. It says in Matthew 28, verse 19, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So this morning I have this shirt here. It's a, it's a good shirt. And this, this shirt represents you and me. This represents you this morning. This nice, crisp, white T-shirt. And what happens is potentially we can... We're called to live in victory. We're called to live in breakthrough. I don't know if you can see it, but I've got two bowls here. One of them's got water. One of them's got um, Gatorade or something. I don't know what that is. Something in there. It's blue. What happens is this, is that we can give our hearts to Christ and we can live in that freedom. But unless we are fully submersed, This is going to make a bit of a mess, but that's okay. Unless we are fully submersed, nothing has really changed about this shirt. It's the same color, a little bit more see-through, but really, it's the same. You see, we can submerge ourselves in life in different things, and 
We can even call ourselves Christians, but unless you really submerge yourself in the things of God, unless you really submerge yourself in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, which is taking on the goodness of the Father, it's living in the freedom of the Holy, of the Holy Spirit and living in the res- resurrection power of Jesus, then nothing really changes. You can turn up to McDonald's for 20 years, it doesn't make you a cheeseburger. And you can turn up to church for 20 years, it doesn't make you someone who's born again. Therefore, we have to actually realize that you know the fruit of somebody by how they live. So we have that, we're submerged, but we're submerged into something different. It's not actually in the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. It's in, it could be religion, it could be mindset, it could be the world, it could be anything, but it's not into the life-changing power of Christ. And then we have this here, and this represents the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And often we can be like this T-shirt. Let me try and get it nice. And, and we come along, and what happens is we start to submerge ourselves. Have you noticed that only a little bit of it's changed? Only a little bit of it's actually transformed? And we come along and we say, oh, well, you know, I'll give God a bit more of my heart. If he shows himself worthy, a bit more of my life. And then we have a little bit more, but now we're just one big mess, aren't we? You can't really tell if this person's like the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. They speak like they are. They sing songs in church, but they're just a big, messy mess. They're just kind of a weird-looking shirt. Maybe in the 80s it might have looked okay with some tire dye, but... Not really today. But then there's this amazing moment and God says, I actually want you to be baptised into the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the word baptised actually means full submersion, submersion, full submersion under. And we decide to give God our everything. We give him all of our mind, all of our soul, which is what? Which is our emotion all of our strength. We give him every area of us. And what happens is we start to see this amazing change. And we are just like the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You see, Christianity isn't a 50-50 choice. This isn't I give God a little bit of my heart. I give God a little bit of my life. This is a full change. This is a full transformation. Don't be a lukewarm Christian who comes to church and gives God a little bit of your sleeve. Give God your everything. You know what? And you know you have because he consumes your mind. He consumes your heart. You start giving your strength to the things of God, not just yourself. You start seeing God move in miracles. And then what happens is the resurrection power of God starts to invade your whole life. The resurrection power that raised Jesus from the dead now raises you and you were once a white shirt but now you're a blue shirt and there is no area of this shirt that has any resemblance to its old life. This morning, I'm going to leave this up here as we celebrate people's being baptised but what they're doing is this. They're publicly being this blue shirt. This morning they're publicly saying... I'm going to make a declaration that I'm going to be fully submerged with God with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind and with all my strength.
This morning, I want you to ask yourself the question, are you somebody who just has your sleeves baptised? Or are you somebody who has every area of your life baptised? And the great news about that is this. When you are fully baptised with God, the fruit of your life becomes the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Your mind gets renewed. Joy fills those dark places. Breakthrough fills those dark places. There's too many times in life that we, or even we have this and then we go back and we start to forget that we are baptised into the name of the Father, the authority of the Father, the Son, the resurrection power of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit. How are we going this morning, church, with these areas? Are we seeing breakthrough power? And if we're not, maybe it's because we're not fully submerged. Maybe we think we are, but we're actually not being submerged in the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We're being submerged in religion. And we actually have to make a change in our hearts. I'm going to invite all of our guys getting baptised just to go up the back there with, with Nat. Just get ready for a second. That'll be fantastic. And I'll get Nat up on the stage. This morning we celebrate as a family moment. Those being baptised in the name of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. I'll get, um, can I get the guitarist or Joey or someone? Oh, Beck, that's good. Or the band. The band can come up. <laughs> Why don't we all just stand to our feet for a moment? This morning, God has called us to be people who are fully submerged into the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And in a moment, you know, baptism is just a public declaration. It's a powerful public declaration. Jesus tells us to do it. But I'm just going to get you in this moment, and if I could just get the you guys playing. I'm just going to give you a moment in this service just to respond in your heart to this blue shirt. <laughs> this blue shirt representing full immersion to the things of God. Full immersion. Knowing Him in your mind, in your heart, in your soul, in your strength. I don't want to raise up people in our church who give God their sleeve. And often this is what happens, church. And if I want you to just focus on me for a second. What happens is this. Hurt causes us not to give God our full heart. Somebody has hurt me, therefore I don't trust anymore. And everybody in this place has gone through that. Everybody. It's called life. It happens. But through the blood and through the forgiveness of sin through Jesus Christ, He says, if you come to me, 
I can make you whole. On Friday, I spoke a message about how his body was broken so that I may be made whole. Why don't you close your eyes for a moment? In this place, if you know in your heart that you are not fully submerged into the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, you know that you don't love God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul and all your strength, I'm just going to give us a moment just to respond to that and say, Father God, I want to give you all my heart, all my soul, all my mind and all my strength. I don't want just my sleeve in. I want to be transformed every area of my life. So as everyone has their eyes closed and head bowed, if you want to say, yes, but I, that's me, I want to respond to that. I just encourage you to put your hand up where you are and say, that's me this morning. Awesome, I see that hand. Anybody else? You're saying, I want to make sure my heart is right with God. And please don't let pride hold you back. Don't let ego hold you back now. This is the greatest decision you'll ever make. Anybody else, you just know your heart isn't right with God this morning. And you want to get your heart right. Awesome. Any other hands in this moment? Anybody else? Awesome, I see that hand. Awesome, I see those hands there too. Anybody else in this moment? Resurrection power this morning in Jesus' name. Why don't we pray this prayer of commitment together? And if you put your hand up, pray from your heart. And if you're a, if you're a Christian already here, let's just join with them this morning. Let's pray, Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for my sin. And this morning... I ask you, Lord Jesus, to forgive me of my sin. Help me to love you with all my heart, with all my mind, with all my soul, and all my strength. Holy Spirit, please help me and let resurrection power fill my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give God a hand of praise. We hope you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to know more about our church, please go to celebrationchurch.com.au.